Hello, Lister. My first case after I received my gift was an interesting one, and one that I had heard of for years, but never believed. It was a local tale, but as for the realism behind it, I never cared. <laughs> it was a late night of non-sleep and a never-ending conversation with Timmy. Who is Timmy, you ask? Well, he's the little green glowing dead asshole hamster that I've still, to this day, never fully embraced. He just runs around in his little wheel staring at me like he's constantly focused on becoming stronger and at some point breaking out of the cage he is in. I can imagine him bending the bars, crawling up onto my bed, and then murdering me in my sleep, finally getting his revenge. I said farewell to Timmy and out of the house I went. Hilda Winnington was the next specter's name, and I was heading to the house she presumably haunted. The rumors in the 20th century were that she poisoned herself on her wedding night because she wasn't in love with the gentleman she had just married. The year was 1910, and Hilda put on her wedding dress and married a less than extravagant gentleman named James Thames. James was a well-known local gambler, swindler, and altogether con artist, and Hilda's parents had wealth and power, and he would do anything he had to to get both. The parents arranged the marriage believing that James was a very good suitor. Boy, they were wrong. Upon approaching the house at 2 o'clock in the morning, I noticed that the house also took on a completely different appearance in the early hours. It was almost as if the house used to be a living, breathing entity as well, and died with Hilda every night. I approached this case with my same normal what-the-hell attitude, and walked right up to the front door, turned that handle, the door opened, and I was inside. Weirdly, everything had a green tint, nothing was collared as it should be, and the house was breaking into pieces. I could hear screams rolling down the hallways and sounds of several people walking. It was as if I was in a gymnasium. The echoes of the non-existing footsteps was maddening. <laughs> I was scared out of my mind. I noticed a ghost, dressed in black, floating down a hallway toward me, very much aware that I was in the house. I called out to it, calling in Hilda, and then everything went wrong. Very wrong. This ghost was pissed. There was no moment I didn't feel completely, completely terrified. Stuff on the wall started shaking, the floors were creaking, and things left of the floor were levitating. The floorboard a few feet away cracked, broke into pieces, and the ghost stared relentlessly at me. Its voice was unnerving and sharp. It told me to leave, basically giving me one chance. I let the ghost know I could help. It just needed to give me a chance. It was unwilling to be helped. And the broken pieces of floorboard came flying at a high velocity at me. I managed to deflect and evade most. But as for one piece, as it flew by me, the ghost read my movements and one of the pieces went into my forearm, <laughs> ripping through muscle and missing my radius, but not my ulna. I could hear the bone fracture, could feel the tendons and muscles tearing, and saw blood dripping from the open wound. In a panic, I ripped a piece of my shirt off to use as gauze, and took my belt to use as a tourniquet. 
The ghost was unimpressed at my willingness not to leave the house. And the next thing I knew, the floorboards under me rose, and I was in the air, flying through a wall that already had a massive hole in it, but that hole and that wall <laughs> were no longer a feature in the house, thanks to my body. I hit something in the other room. Uh, I crashed into it, and all I could see was a bright light, darkness. I went headfirst, and that feeling was my head concussing, and then trying to collect itself. I was hoping that would happen before the pissed off Lady Black floated into his room to show me more of her magic tricks. I shook my head trying to regain my composure. It wasn't happening as fast as I would liked. The floating Lady in Black started reciting a poem she had written, very softly and eerily. And I think the poem went something like, The bride she cried in her hands as the husband danced with laughter. He wanted all her gold to spend, for now and forever after. Her parents he begged to give him her hand, and the daughter she protested. The parents then decided her fate, and he killed their daughter when she rested. I tried to analyze the words of the poem in my head, but nothing was collected. My head was still woozy, and everything still very much trying to come into focus. She floated through the wall, and into the room, as I was trying to clear the cobwebs out of my head. I glanced over to notice the clock on the wall was still reading 2am, and so was the watch on my arm. When entering the house, time ceased, and everything in the house was in suspended animation, including the lady in black. I was petrified, stuck in place, and the wound to my forearm was now alerting my brain that I was injured. The pain was excruciating and I was trying to focus on the ghost that was now changing a bit of her appearance. Her eyes before were wide and robust, just amazingly beautiful, and now they were sunken in and black. Her skin, which looked soft, began to crack, and a few of her teeth dropped out of her mouth onto the floor. I was trying my best to watch the rest of the transformation, but the pain in my arm and the hit to my head started to get the best of me, and as I dropped to my other knee, and my other arm gave out, I looked at the clock on the wall, which still read 2 a.m. My eyes were squinting, and I could barely make out the room I was in, but it wasn't the same. I looked at my arm to see if the wound was okay, and it was gone. I picked myself off the ground and realized I was back in the main room of the house, the same room I started in, and everything looked normal. I mean, normal for a house that had been there for a while and was slowly crumbling in on itself. I looked down at my watch on my arm and it read 7am. What had happened? Since I blacked out and wasn't able to see the ghost any longer, did that also stop the suspended animation? Was everything that seemed to be happening to the house really connected to just the ghost? If that was true, then this ghost was far more powerful than I had ever imagined. Don't worry, listener. There's more to the story, but for now, the road is calling, and I must continue on my journey. Just remember what old Gurk says at a time like this. When life has you feeling like the cards in your hand are horrendous, and all your chips are on the table, there's always a chance that if you ask for another card, you'll get that royal flush. And if not, what the hell? It's only your life. Until next time. 
Remember to be cautious when entering into uncharted territory. Because <laughs> you may bite off more than you can chew.